Hello, McWarrior fans! This is Duncan Fisher! Today is the dawn of an exciting new league, a trial by fire, a proverbial bloodbath of lasers and autocannons the likes of which you have never seen. Born from the twisted mind of the Dragon's own Hohiro Kurita, this new league will pit the finest MechWarrior units throughout the Inner Sphere against each other via intense skirmish-based combat. If you thought one versus ones and two versus twos was hardcore, just wait, because the Martial Olympiad is reborn. What is happening, Mech fans? It's Cozen to Indigo here, and it is the 3rd of April here in New Zealand, and we have now had four rounds of the Martial Olympiad Reborn, and man, is it getting spicy. 67% uh, of games have been played, uh, and the few teams that had makeup games from round three have got those done and dusted. Uh, so let's take a look at the results and uh, talk about just how significant this round has been for many of the divisions. So Smoke at his 505th played Cameron's Highlanders Sons of Thunder in an NA Div D match that was 4-1. Uh, so a, a good uh, win there for 505th but didn't have too much of an influence. Uh, Diamond Shark 39th Strike Cluster played 79th Raptor Talon Cluster. Uh, another cluster battle there. Uh, and 79th Raptor took that one pretty easy. Uh, that was 4-1 in another uh, NA Div D battle. Now both of those were actually round 3 games uh, to start us off. In EU Div B, we had RGF Irie, uh, who got a good 4-1 win over 31st Hussar, uh, and Clan Widowmaker and Friends went down to Furia. Furia took that one 5-0, so uh, Furia are really, really rolling well. Uh, 2-8 Death from Above had a good win over Clan Crossfire, my unit. Uh, they won that one 3-2 in the last drop. Uh, it was a pretty close match. Clan Crossfire went pretty well, but uh, yeah, DFA, really, really good win for them. Potato Killers uh, played Smoke Adders, and Smoke Adders showed up to this one. Uh, they beat the uh, much more fancied Potato Killers 4-1. So this was very, very good. Potato Killers uh, took the first drop, but then after that, it was uh, all Snake, all Smoke Adders from there. Uh, Dropship 4 played uh, DSAG uh, in a crucial NA Div C battle. Uh, that's actually going to be a feature game that I'll talk about very shortly, so uh, I'll, I'll leave that one to then. Uh, we then had MS Crab People versus White Knight Legend in probably what was the match of the round. 3-2 uh, to Crab People there, and that puts them right in the mix uh, for that division. So an excellent, excellent win. A little bit controversial with the first kind of meme uh, drop with uh, Crab versus Crab on Forest Colony. But uh, yeah, either way, a really good win for Crab People. 2-8 uh, to Death from below, then played Smoke at his 505th in around 4 battle there, uh, they took that one pretty easy, 4-1, uh, uh, another really sh strong showing uh, from Death From Above. Uh, back to EU Div B and Majestic 12 uh, came out firing again with a 5-0 crushing of I Hate My Team, uh, a very good win there and uh, yeah, Majestic back to their winning ways and uh, they are looking pretty good for that division but uh, yeah it's uh, getting spicy and EU Div B coming into round 5. Uh, EMP had a pretty convincing win against the answer in the crossover match between uh, NA Div A and NA Div B. A convincing win for RJF against Phoenix Legion. So they've turned the tables there and uh, got one back. Uh, yeah, they, they got a 5-0 win there. So a, a really good uh, revenge game there for uh, RJF in EU Div A. 
Uh, Dropship 4 played again in that round, a round 4 match uh, this time, and uh, yeah, they, they were all over Bears Brawlers there with a 5-0 win in NA Div C. Uh, Diamond Shark 39th had another game this time against Black Aces, uh, and Black Aces again, uh, showing that they are the power in uh, NA Div D. They are undefeated, uh, they won that one 4-1. Uh, they would have had that 5-0, but they had a bit of a problem with one of the drop decks with an illegal mech. Uh, and then to finish there, we had uh, Diamond Shark Alpha Galaxy uh, beat Cameron Highlanders Claymore again in another crucial win for that division. So a very good week uh, for DSEG. And uh, we'll talk uh, very shortly about uh, some of the implications there uh, for them. What were the key takeaways for round four? Well, uh, Forest Colony Classic was a bit of a mixed bag. Uh, the Team 2 side was generally more successful with just that visibility over the map. Uh, it was mostly range strats. You know, there was the occasional kind of brawly push uh, and the meme drop with uh, MS and WKL. Uh, but yeah, good to have it included. And uh, I think the matches there were pretty exciting. Um, HBG was what you expected. It was generally that rush to the middle to brawl. Um, we did see a couple of attempted basement strats, but uh, that didn't go too well. Um, what we did see, though, was a lot more laser brawl this time round. So we saw Novas, we saw Crabs, we saw Phoenix Hawks, stuff like that, uh, which has been a little bit different from some of the other brawlier maps in round two and three. Uh, the map band phases were a little bit different this round. Uh, no River City, but Rubelite was picked half the time. So seven out of the 14 matches, uh, Rubelite was taken in the map band phases. Uh, we did see Terra twice and Viridian Bog three times, actually, so um, good to see uh, them being featured. Uh, 243 different mech variants used this round, which is pretty average. It's, it's hovering at around that kind of 220 uh, to 250 mark. Uh, and much of a muchness, really, the top 10 mechs, again, are accounting for about a quarter of all the mechs that are being used. So that's remarkably consistent. Of course, the, the Madcat uh, 2B is... Far and away the most used mech, and uh, yeah, pretty effective. And the Vulcan 5T, popular as well. Both those mechs were the mechs most frequently taken in round four. But yeah, we are certainly seeing um, a group of meta mechs emerge and being taken uh, pretty frequently in this tournament. Uh, regarding strats in round four, I think really the only key thing that we had confirmed was that if you're going to take Brawl, take Fast Brawl. Um, it really is the king of Brawl, and we did see Fast Brawl lead to victories more often than say traditional slower brawls um so yeah we did see some kind of bushwhackers and some orion 2c's but uh that that slow and more deliberate brawling relying on the tankiness uh, just doesn't seem to hold up in the same way that the fast brawl does you know assassins and linebackers are really really key and when those mechs are taken the, you know they, they tend to come up pretty well average damage uh was down just a little this week at uh just over that 300 mark and match score was down as well. But again, it's hovering very, very consistently, you know, with a range, a pretty small range uh, across the rounds. Uh, what we did see, which was quite different this week, was that we had uh, far less kills, about 10% less kills overall. Uh, and we also saw significantly less team damage. So whether those things are related or not, I'll, I'll let you be the judge. But uh, yeah, generally speaking, I think that because we saw more convincing wins this week, uh, more teams winning 5-0 or 4-1, that's probably why we saw less kills. It's pretty much just teams are getting the job done. And whether that's because they're more practiced or whether it was just the strength of schedule uh, this round, yeah, we, we definitely saw less kills. 
On to the top three teams after four rounds, and I'm only looking at teams that have played four rounds, so we've got a little bit uh, more of a more stats to look at. And the front runners in Div C, uh, Diamond Shark Alpha Galaxy Command Cluster, are our top team. They're averaging per pilot uh, a match score of 266.9 and damage of 353, and their kill rate is 88%. So yeah, they're, they're really showing that they are a powerhouse and uh, have been performing very, very well. From one powerhouse to the next, our second most high-performing team is from EU Div B, and that is Majestic 12. Uh, now, after four rounds, they've got an average match score per pilot of 261.6, average damage of 377, and a kill rate of 86%. Uh, and then third, we go down to NA Div D, and 2 to 8th death from below. Uh, the average match score is 258.9 and 354.6 for damage. Now their kill rate is actually just 62%, so that's uh, a little bit different from the other teams, uh, but they are certainly showing that they are a good team and competing uh, for that spot in Div D. Ironically, all of those teams are 3-1, and one, uh, so that's not like they're undefeated. Uh, so yeah, that's, it's not surprising that they're going so well in their division, and uh, yeah, the stats are showing that they are pretty darn consistent. From the top teams to the top three pilots this round, and uh, third most amazing was Soviet Armada from Dropship 4. Now Soviet averaged a very impressive 401.6 match score uh, and a ridiculous 646 damage across the five rounds played uh, in the round four match. Mr. Anderson uh, was superb again for 79th Raptor Talon. Uh, Mr. Anderson averaged 413 match score and 658.5 damage in four rounds, so amazing. Uh, both Mr. Anderson and Soviet Armada nabbed 13 kills, which is ridiculous. Uh, but my pilot of the round uh, is Frio19 from Furia uh, in their 5-0 win, uh, and Frio averaged a very powerful 423 match score and 640.4 damage across five rounds. Insane. Freo played a mix of classes, uh, lights, mediums, and assaults. Never scored less than 450 damage uh, across the match and scored more than 800 damage twice. Ridiculous. GG, my friend. GG. So we'll go into the featured game now. I'll talk a little bit about the standings uh, when we talk about uh, the matches that are scheduled for round five because again there's some it's getting really spicy and there's some uh, divisions that will be decided with the scheduled matches this week but uh, looking at the featured game now this one was streamed uh, around three match although it was played in round four between dropship four and diamond shark alpha galaxy uh, now i've chosen to go with this one even though it was a round three match just because it was such a good match uh, it was played uh, on the 29th here uh, in New Zealand and it was cast by Toaster and Saramon and uh, who did a really really good job casting this one. Saramon was at his energetic best. So I focused on this one because it was such a crucial game in that division uh, and it really did deliver on everything that we could have hoped for. So two excellent teams that were coming in with momentum playing really really well and this one did come down to the fifth drop which was pretty darn exciting and I'll, I'll talk about what the result was there but uh, yeah it does go to show that uh, just just one thing can come to decide a match and we'll, we'll talk about what that one thing was. So in drop one uh, we were on Tourmaline there and uh, Diamond Shark did win this one on caps uh, although it was 7-7 on kills. Bit of a weird one this one. 
Uh, we had an early push from DSAG from um, Clan Smoke Jaguar Hill where they spawned. Um, and they just moved across with their fatties with a kind of wave of Dakar. And this was kind of initially successful. They were pushing Dropship 4 back. But they got to the stage and they, they stalled there. They didn't kind of continue with the push. Uh, the teams traded and there was this prolonged battle around those spires there. Uh, and it turned almost into a bit of a brawl with long-range mechs just uh, poking at each other. So it was a little bit messy, and there wasn't really any decisive moves by either team to win this one. They wore themselves down, and after that battle, it was actually left to just one mech on each team. And for Diamond Shark, that was a Black Lanner, and for Dropship 4, that was a Battle Master. So those two went at it, and for a long time played a kind of prolonged game of hide-and-seek. No team looked like they wanted to rest away the advantage, and uh, in the end, this one did kind of limp to a cap win for DSAG, but it was a drop that really could have gone either way. Have to give a shout-out to System Belmont in this one, uh, a shoutcaster and member of Dropship 4 who nailed a 1,000 damage in his Direwolf in unfortunately what was a losing effort but a really good performance by system. Uh, DSAG had a pretty good spread of damage actually so they had contribution across the board there uh, but this one was really the story of no team resting the advantage uh, and, and kind of driving themselves forward uh, to get the win there. We went to drop two, this one was Caustic Valley and Dropship 4 did win this one 8-6 and we had a couple of, um, of really close ones on the Caustic drops. Um, D4 brought largely that, that fast brawl uh, with, with missiles uh, and DSAC opted for the slower brawl uh, and basically both teams came into the edge of the caldera they kind of waited and scouted uh, and then after a short time uh, DSAC decided to roll left to jump on a dropship for uh, assault they'd, they'd opted for a couple of marauders alongside their fast brawl and to quote Saruman it turned really into a sloppy brawl and uh, there was just small fights between pockets of, of mechs. And it went down, really, to three lights fighting it out. Uh, two lights from Dropship 4 and one light from uh, DSAG left. And yeah, it was a bit of a classic kind of caustic throwdown. And uh, Dropship 4, they won this one probably with just a little bit better pilot skill. So Dropship 4 have got a couple of really, really good pilots in there, um, almost divay level pilots. Uh, and in this case, X-64 in his Piranha clocked up over 700 damage. Uh, X was, was left alone a lot until right at the end, and so was able just to, with those uh, micro lasers, just boom, boom, get a lot of damage in. But uh, it was very, very close, uh, and Dropship 4 did come up with the win there. We ran that one back, and it was almost the opposite. This time, DC got the win 8-5. Uh, this time, Dropship 4 opted for a little bit of an overview strat. They'd brought a couple of maulers this time with, I think, Rack 2s or, or at least uh, some long-range Dakar. And DSAG instead went for the faster brawl, although they had uh, Dakar brawl with Shadowhawks and uh, Hunchback 2Cs. D4 played this a little bit more cautiously. Hopefully, they were trying to, they were trying to take a control position, I think, so that they could use their maulers uh, effectively. And DSAG were left to stall a little bit. They were hanging around with their fast brawl, they needed to close and, and to engage. They did decide to push up and over the caldera. Uh, they copped a bit of fire and so they pulled out. And this is where D4 made a little bit of a mistake here. They had some lights that were trying to harass, probably trying to bait or kite them in. 
but they overreached and one of the lights went down and D4 then decided that they, they needed to come in and engage. So they brought uh, the maulers forward, they brought uh, their team in to the edge of the, of the caldera there. A brawl ensued uh, again, uh, but DC stuck together well as a group here and they won this messy or sloppy brawl, as uh, Saruman likes to say, uh, just probably because they had the mechs that were a little bit suited, a little bit better suited for, for that type of throwdown. So another close one, uh, but again, this was a really good win for DSAC, and it put them up 2-1 going into drop four. Uh, now drop four was on Rubelite, and uh, D4 did need to win this one to stay in the match. They'd brought some long-range DACA, uh, but what really happened in this one was the drop was decided early when Ferrot from DSAG unfortunately got picked in his Arctic Wolf. So there was a, a bit of a contest over Kappa and uh, Gitka from uh, Dropship 4, I think in a Javelin, ended up ganking Ferro and DSAG had tried to rush to give him some support. There was him in another light there, but uh, in the end, uh, the Dropship 4 light team really won this for Dropship 4. They got that early gank. That gave them a decisive cap advantage, which then forced DSAG really to act. They were trading uh, with Dropship 4 from across the platforms in Rubelite. They had to push across because, you know, they were they were losing on caps. And the uh, Dropship 4 Light Lance timed it perfectly to engage. Uh, this one could have gone uh, a different way if Dropship 4's Light Lance hadn't played it the way they did, but they got the the early gank, they got the caps, and then when the push happened from DSAG, they joined the fight at exactly the right time. So it was exactly what Dropship 4 needed, uh, and yeah, definitely the VIPs were the light lance uh, in that drop. So we came down to drop 5, 2-2 in this very, very crucial match in the division. Uh, it was a deciding drop, and you know Dropship 4 had just rested the momentum on Rubelite with an excellent win. So what did DSAG do? Well, they responded in the uh, way that you do. If you just got smoked up by lights, you bring a street crow. So with the street crow, um, a, a battle uh, happened early for Theta, and DSAG had actually rushed a spider there, and that spider uh, almost got ganked by uh, Dropship 4's lights. And whether it was by chance or design, the spider dragged them back, kited those lights back, and whilst that happened, a fast-moving street crow came up over the hill, and boom, the game was done. So uh, MK2 in the street crow first blasted a Jenna, then blasted a Pirate's Bane, and then feasted on a Locust, which was the last of Dropship 4's lights. And the game was pretty much done there. Within a couple of minutes, the street crow had just run through the light lance, and uh, Dropship 4... Like DSAG, the drop before was basically forced to act. They were forced to try and push across and take Theta uh, with their tonnage. Uh, and ultimately that resulted in uh, DSAG able to get more shots and trades on the D4 push uh, and win this one pretty easy. So yeah, the last drop did show how just one particular strat, uh, in this case opting to take that light hunter, in the street crow on drop five can not only influence a drop but influence a match and in this case probably influence the whole division so yeah it was really one of those uh, drops for the ages and mk2 uh, in your street crow sir 
I salute you. That was absolutely well done, DSEG. So a very good match. An excellent showing by Dropship 4, even though they went down in this one. Uh, as I said, they are a good team with some excellent pilots. Uh, but yeah, this one was a, a great match to watch. So we go into the scheduled matches now. This is round five coming up. In, and in uh, round five, we've got Frozen City Classic Night for our round one drop. So an old new map. So it'd be interesting to see how that one plays. Uh, in rounds two and three, we've got Frozen City. So what's that old new or new old? Frozen City, uh, but yeah, one that's been been part of comp uh, for a little while now, and of course the uh, same maps in the map band phases. It's going to be an exciting round because at the end of round five, we're going to see winners crowned in EU Div B, NA Div C, and NA Div D. All of these divisions have come down to this last round, which is absolutely fantastic. So looking forward to that, and uh, yeah, very much looking forward to seeing what strats the teams come up with for this crucial last round. Right, let's go through the matches and uh, let's go through by division this time around. So in EU Div A, uh, we have a match between a Russian Jade Falcon and First Jaguar Guards. Now this one hasn't been scheduled yet, so I can't tell you when it is on, but uh, this one will be interesting. RGF have got some momentum if this one is played anytime soon. Uh, First Jag haven't played in a little while, uh, so that one might be closer than we think. And uh, the other match in that division is Phoenix Legion versus Eon. Uh, that one doesn't look to be scheduled yet either. Uh, and as I've been saying since the start, Eon are looking pretty hard to beat. So uh, that will that will be uh, probably one that goes the way of the world champs. So we go to EU Div B and this will be the deciding round for this division. And what's awesome is that we've got three teams that will be vying for the top spot. So Majestic is probably the favourite in this one. But if they lose, it's going to come down to a tiebreaker between Furia and RJF Irie. Such a good division and uh, well done to all of these teams uh, for taking it right to the end. Absolutely fantastic. So the matches we've got in that div are Clan Widowmaker and Friends versus 31st Asar Regiment. Uh, this one is academic. Uh, it won't influence who wins or loses the division. But the two games that are going to count are Furia, who have I Hate My Team. Uh, that's going to be a very, very good match. And RGF Irie versus Majestic 12. So those two matches are going to be what decides that division. Uh, again. You'd probably have to back Majestic in from here, but Furia are on fire, and RJF Irie are no punks. They are playing pretty well as well, so look forward to seeing how that one shakes out. We go to NA Div A here, and uh, 228 Black Watch have got a crossover match against White Knight Legion. Uh, this one is, is pretty crucial for Black Watch if they kind of want to stay in the hunt there, and uh, White Knight Legion are the front runners in Div B, so this one might be close. That said, I did think Blackwatch uh, against Potato Killers was going to be close and um, they, they ran all over them. So yeah, Blackwatch are uh, probably the favourites for that one uh, by quite a margin, but it'll be interesting to see how that one goes down. And uh, we also have EMP versus Black Omen. So this is a run back of a Titanic battle that we saw just recently. Uh, will be very interesting to see how that one goes down. Uh, again, you'd have to favour EMP but Black Omen had a very good showing last time and almost took that one. We go to NA Div B now, and uh, this one uh, has still got a round to go after round five, uh, so it's not quite as clear-cut as to where people will stand. We'll have to see after round five as to what round six uh, will bring us. Uh, Clan Crossfire, my unit, are up against the Potato Killers, uh, and Potato Killers do need to win this one. Uh, Clan Crossfire are out. Unfortunately, we haven't been able to get a win, but uh, we'll be looking to Spoil the party for potato killers. 
Smoke Adders are playing the answer, and uh, Smoke Adders are actually still a chance here. So if they can get a good win and other teams can lose, uh, then they will be, even they might be um, contesting there for winning that division. A very crucial game between MS Crab People and 228 Death from above. So uh, MS do really need to win this one to put the pressure on White Knight Legion. So White Knight Legion play Potato Killers in round six. So a win here could mean that MS do take the favourite status for the division. They will be looking to get over a very, very good team there. We talked with uh, Seabiscuit in our last episode and uh, his team is very organised. And yeah, they'll, they'll be bringing their best game for that one. So yeah, looking forward to seeing how that one goes. We go to NA Div C and what a division this one has been because all of the games this round are meaningful. Uh, and they're so meaningful that it might not just be about winning. It might be about how you win. Uh, D4 are the front runners on points. But wow, I, I really can't wait to see how this one uh, shakes down because it is pretty exciting. Uh, DSAG. Uh, are up against Aces Wild, and Aces Wild uh, are yet to get a win, so DSAG are the hot favourites for that one, and they have a golden chance here to put themselves right to the front of the pack there. Uh, Dropship 4 are up against Cameron's Highlanders Claymore. We know that uh, Claymore are a very good team, and they will push Dropship 4, uh, and then we have Blackthorn Dragoons against Bears Brawlers. Now, Bears Brawlers uh, have got one win, they haven't been playing that great, so you would back in Blackthorn Dragoons for that one as well. Uh, that hasn't been scheduled yet, so I'm not sure when that one will be. But again, we've got three matches there. They all matter, and it's not just about uh, who wins, but about how you win. So looking forward to seeing how that one plays out. And last of all, we have uh, NA Div D. Uh, this is really Black Aces' division to lose at this point, uh, and if they win... When they go against 505th, they'll go through with a clean sheet, so they will be the winners. But uh, So if they do win, uh, that round one match against 79th Raptor will be the, the key thing that they look back on, I think. And uh, it really got them off to a good start. It really got them up over probably the second most uh, competitive team in that division. So yeah, if Black Aces do lose, then it will come down to an interesting tiebreak between the winner of Death From Below and 79th Raptor. So a very, very exciting division. Uh, I don't want Black Aces to lose, but geez, if they did, wouldn't it be exciting? But uh, yeah, we've got uh, Diamond Shark 39th Strike Cluster against Cameron Highlander's Sons of Thunder. That one obviously is, again, academic. Uh, but 79th Raptor Talon go up against Death From Below. So that one does matter, and that one will be a fantastic match. Uh, and as mentioned, Black Aces go up against Smoke at his 505th, and they'll be wanting to win that one just to shut the door and make sure that that division is theirs. So a fantastic round coming up uh, to cap for some teams, what has been a fantastic tournament, and very much looking forward to seeing how that shakes out. So yeah, with so many matches being meaningful, do make sure that you tune into as much action as you can, help support this player-run competition, and give your energy to the teams that you want to win this round. Uh, be sure to check out the MWO Comp Discord and be sure to subscribe to the MWO Comp YouTube channel. If you haven't already, you can catch some of the game replays there. But of course, tune into the live action on Twitch at the MWO League channels, MWO League, MWO League 2 and MWO League 3. Uh, and of course, hit the notification button to make sure that you don't miss out when they go live. And of course, you can go to the tournament website to check out the standings uh, and to see what points those teams are on exactly if you want to do any calculations 
for what the results would need to look like for your favorite team. As always, a big thank you to the Shoutcasters and, and all those people that are involved in making the action come to life. Uh, of course, those matches have been uh, fantastic and the time and effort that the Shoutcasters put in to bring it to life, plus the giveaways, is great. So thank you to all of them. Uh, and of course, uh, to the MWO Comp admins who, uh, as I keep saying, do a power of work, um, particularly given the severe disability that they have to overcome in being Australian. So I, I can't begin to describe to you just how difficult that is uh, when you are Australian to actually be useful. So well done to Just Call Me Ash, to Krasnopeski and Live1991 who are bucking the trend and showing that even Australians can do something good. And of course, uh, stay subscribed to the Incoming Missile podcast for more of these updates. The updates themselves will be coming to an end as the tournament ends, uh, but I will do a wrap-up episode and go as in-depth as I can into some of the action that we have seen, the stats that we have seen, and hopefully get a chance to talk to some of the team leaders uh, and get uh, it from, from their perspective. They can tell us what their experience of the tournament has been. Uh, we will be hoping, of course, to also connect with the uh, MWO Comp admins and uh, chat to them about what their experience has been and what the future of MWO Comp is going to bring us next. All right, that's enough from me, guys. Uh, I'll catch you all next week. Now Sequence initiated.